Hey there, hi there, ho there. My name is Travis Flesher. Guys, what's going on? It is the Sticky Podcast, again, live at 5 p.m. on every Wednesdays. I'm your host, Travis Flesher. With me, I got a panel of fabulous improv comedists. Well, on my right, I have Mr. Chase Orlando Gutierrez. Thank you very much. I'm just working on the patina of this couch. The patina of the, the couch patina. is fu- uh, furiously rubbed. And, of course, uh-huh. next to Chase, I have Mr. George Carmoni. I'm off these motherfucking red pills today. Mm-hmm. Hey. I'm off these on the fucking red pills mm, today. Look hey. at that. And furthermore, besides Chase's leg, we have Austin Alvarez on the decks. Duh. Ah, guys, All welcome right. to the show. This episode is every story. What is it? What I call all the stories are fake. All the stories well, are fake. Not well, all of them, but well, it's up to you guys to decide which ones are fake. It, it's. It, like that one. That one's the the us that wanting was, to do that was fake. That's uh-huh. what we're, we're that, actually we're talking not, about something else. We're not going to do that. <laughs> that was fake, guys. Uh, what uh, we did one of these a while ago. Uh, the reception was null and void, uh, but we're going to do it again and see if it works. So uh, basically, the, the premise of this episode of the mm-hmm, podcast, mm-hmm. guys, if you if you will, mm-hmm. is to really focus on TikTok reels. We all mm-hmm. know that nobody listens to our goddamn <coughs> podcast, right? Maybe we have some people live, you know, listening to mm-hmm, us live. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Right. Love you shout guys. Out you. Shout out. Shout out to everyone that. If you're not doing that, then you should tune in Wednesdays at 5 p.m. But, and you too. But uh, most of us, most of our stuff gets most of the reception on TikToks and reels. And guys, let's be honest. Unless we have good stories, good, captivating, um, plausible stories, nobody's going to listen to our mm-hmm. podcast. So sure. we need to do better. And we need to sit down and think tank some stories just specifically for clips true. that we can post, guys. That so is that, true. That is what we're doing today. I don't know, you were looking at me that whole time, but I don't know if you saw the blank stare on my face as the gears were turning as I was concocting these stories <laughs> in my head. Wow, I wasn't actually, if I was staring at you, I was also concocting. You were also concocting. <laughs> I was also we were, <laughs> we were both looking at each other like, oh, uh, which one's my camera? This one? Uh, we were both looking at each other like. But Travis was talking. It was kind of impressive. I'll be honest, everything looks like Gaussian Blur right now. Oh, Damn. no, you're not talking anymore. Damn. So, I guess we can start with that. There has been this recent craze with Alpha Brain. Uh, if you're true. not familiar with Alpha Brain, that is a supplement. It's similar to a nootropic in which the fungal matter from the earth stimulates your brain and creates new connections that will develop your emotional state being positive i guess i can it's it's the best thing for mental health since uh since people started talking about mental health well have, no have you, you've heard of the you've heard of the the group of people you know massaging their perineum uh perineum and uh you perineum know, perineum yeah. and uh exposing them to sunlight it's it's actually on the same highway but instead the fungal actually once ingested gets put up your uh a suppository area mm-hmm. and then it just generates and uh, generates a lot of interesting things going on in the brain and you want to explain it further yeah so recently we've had a <laughs> sponsor opportunity for this podcast mm-hmm. and i know what many mm-hmm. of you're thinking is like would we be willing to take this nootropic suppository combination mm-hmm. um, to see if it increases productivity in the workplace? Yeah. And the answer is yes. No, my dick fell off. Uh, okay, okay. I mean, I think we can go around. So I, I myself found that I was very sexually active mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. while on this suppository nootropic. Mm-hmm. Now, I think it's because fungal... And the the fecal mm-hmm. both start with Fs and yeah. they're in the same mm-hmm. area. Well, you think mm-hmm. what uh, George? What you think is that mm-hmm. bacteria and fungal uh, things would not play w- well together. But it, just like how you know uh, the bacteria actually aids digestion in humans, um, it's actually they're they're together. They create like a harmonious kind of like off gassing that actually goes straight to your bloodstream and into mm-hmm. your brain. So you, were you guys horny? So well, <laughs> I I was not horny, George. But I can tell you why you were horny. So it turns out that uh, uh, these are not suppositories, and they're not really meant to dissolve uh, mm. in the intestines. So what you're actually doing is just massaging your uh, peace pot. Interesting. You know, I actually thought it was really weird when I put the suppository in. It was like one of those dino things that you put in water and expands. <laughs> I noticed that it started expanding inside my anus, and then I like it applied pressure to my, you know, prostate, and then Peace I just started, I just immediately busted everywhere. But it didn't make me sexually active because I, I was in a perpetual state of busting. And so when I got to the time to actually, you know, pleasure my girlfriend as I do frequently in all time every day, it just didn't it didn't work out because that that nice, you know, alpha brain nootropic was expanding in my anus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just imagine you like 
standing up and just ah, like just randomly Christine's like what the fuck? Uh, we've all been there. Well, I mean, as fast and as it would like pull out similar to a Kleenex. Yeah, if it did expand yeah. like that. But and really excellent for cleaning it up up there. True. I guess. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. guess. Honestly, um, next time next time I ever have like a diarrhea mm -hmm. situation like I had on the previous episode, I'm going to pop that shit up there and it's going to soak up everything. Not no problem, no slippage, no well, accidental droppage, no leakage, nothing going on. New tropics. That's uh what girls are trying to do with CBD tampons. Oh. Um uh -huh. but there's really nothing ever been created for, you know, fecal matter um in hole number 2. So I I'm I, are you? Were you just? You're, oh, well, I'm trying to get well, Austin to mute to... this microphone so that I can cough in this direction. All right, you're good now. I don't believe you. It's not. It's still. Okay, you're good now. Nope. It's still not good. All right, I'm gonna. <laughs> Travis, why'd you have to sell it? I was gonna raise it right when he coughed. <laughs> All right, now... What? No, that was. What me. kind of? That was you? I didn't even do that one. <laughs> there you go. What kind of amateur show is this? Anyway, oh. sorry. Go on, George. <sighs> Guys, we're live. We're live. So. <laughs> We're live. It's happening. This was an actual product that was brought to our attention to the studio. Mm -hmm. And when we called the manufacturer to, you know, understand what we were f actually putting in our bodies, because they came delabeled. They were delabeled <laughs> bottles. I, I, Do you have one of the bottles with you? I, uh, we, we I can go grab mine. Okay. Yeah, go grab one real fast. Toss it on the wide. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like oh. this. Oh, look at that. I like the logo. You guys see the logo? I. Uh, wait, wow. who am I? Updated. I was just adjusting my finger as if I was you, Travis. Oh. That was a little yeah, strange. Yeah, that was really strange. Guys, I don't <laughs> I'm actually the bottom left. I wear glasses every day now since I've, we've taken this photo. That's true. Is, we should probably uh, take a couple new ones. Yeah, well, I mean, you have a hairline now. I have a hairline now. Uh, I don't have that hair. You don't have that, <laughs> you don't have that hairline, but you have yeah. a new hairline brought to you by uh, S&P Inc. Thanks for that. Yeah, shout out. Uh, uh, toss that B right here. All right, got it. All I think right. they might be working. You just caught that. It might... I, well, so, it's not inside me now. Perhaps there's after effects, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm an athlete. Do you now. want to pull one of the red pills out? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Does anybody else think it fucking reeks? Like, have you ever just sniffed right. the inside of the bottle? Awesome. So, so you want to get a close-up of this so you can really... Can we, can really what's really spread. sort of strange about this is that they are bright red pills. Yeah, they're like... You're literally taking yeah. the red pill. <laughs> and, like, uh, when you take them, you suddenly have the urge to, like, think that women are less than you. Yeah, suddenly, when you take this, you, you enter the sphere of men. Yeah, um, and that's probably due to the increase of the prostate uh, expansion after the suppository. That actually makes a lot of sense. Come yeah. to think of it, because women yeah. don't have prostates. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it like uh, like the makeup tutorials where they always put their hand in front to like adjust the focus and stuff. So guys, uh, this, yeah. is, this is what we're talking about. So yeah, no real product that is. Uh, and here's the bottle. Uh, so now yeah. that we're bringing this to your attention, mm -hmm. uh, nothing. Poll number one: uh, Would you take the red pill? Would you With that said, pill? there is there is no blue pill in the scenario. There, we only have red. It's pills. like take the red pill or continue not having a suppository yeah. up your ass. And the weirdest part about this is that, of all the things that we've said, th this is probably the most unbelievable part is that it exists. And this is probably the only thing that's actually real that we've been talking about. Yeah this this is. This is the actually only thing. I that's was real. I, yeah. I thought we were going to start with real stories first, but no. Then yeah. it's just that's what the show is. That's what the show is, guys. We're we're constantly maneuvering. We're on the edge. You don't know where we're going. You don't know what I'm going to do. Hey, I might I might freak out and just take a shit on the table right now, <laughs> but I'm I'm not because the suppository is soaking everything up as it should. Well, he's um, not because that's just not true. That <laughs> everything that you see today is not true. Uh, I have a lot of money. Yeah. Good one, Austin. That's hilarious. Good one. That's really funny. Austin, you're you're funny lately. You've been so funny. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Austin. I am the most needed person at this studio. Uh, Austin. Yeah, you are so needed. Needed? Austin, that's not true. Like like oh. dough wise? Uh, no, no, like, no. Like you, we can need you. <laughs> my, my brain. My brain. Wait, wait, give him give him a red pill. <laughs> 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 Don't actually take that to fucking... <laughs> I wonder what would happen if you took multiple of them. <laughs> Chase. Chase. I'm okay with letting him do this. Let's see how long he... Ow. He's touching me with his feet. That's... Nope. That's where I cut it. I think he just ah, came. Ah, <laughs> my hip! <laughs> I have math vision, though! <laughs> you have Ow. math vision. Hey, oh, I got a Charlie Horse. Mad Charlie Horse! I get those a lot during... Uh, no, it, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a Charlie Horse! 
Oh, this hurts so bad. Damn. Wow. Hey. Guys, we're live. Chase. What's up? I I knew that this was eventually going to happen. Dude, you're going all out, and we're 10 minutes into the show. Yeah. Are you saying that I blew my load right now? You blew your load in the oh, first 10 minutes. You ain't seen nothing, George. Can uh, I tell you a story about the time I blew my load in less than 10 minutes? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <Okay>. <laughs> I, please. Okay. So, I was going out with this one girl, and the first thing that I thought of was, let's go behind a Walmart to have sex and classy uh, classy <laughs> right no no because no. there's We've lots of it. space behind a walmart and you figure you can find a spot where nobody's at now mind you this is like midnight right i'm cruising around instead of a walmart i find this place called maurice's now maurice's ah, is tucked mm. away in a corner okay mm. and in this corner there's really just two inlets but one of them's cut off uh because you can't really see it from the street's view needless to say I didn't take into consideration the amount of homeless people mm. that started having a shopping cart mart, okay? They were selling things that they stole in the shopping cart mart that for homeless people. So what you're saying is like you accidentally stumbled across a, a homeless person black market. So it gets even better, right? We go back there. We're trying to get it in, right? We don't know that they actually have fire sales. <laughs> so everything's already dirt cheap because it's already stolen. And honestly, they're a really wholesome community. But as we're like pulling to the back and I'm about to start, uh, you know, doing it in the back. And we had a truck, but I wanted to go on the tailgate of the truck. Mm -hmm. I didn't yeah. want to do it Get in the some back real good thrusting in. I, I wanted full, mm -hmm. you know, cold steel. Yeah. I wanted mm -hmm. that, right? Yeah. Manly. I'm going to pull my pants down, and then all of a sudden, all you hear is, <laughs> and fucking 30 homeless people with shopping carts just <laughs> <laughs> there were bad shopping carts, right? Because they were yeah. all locked up. All the up. wheels were like, mm -hmm. they were wheels. all locked up, right? Because they left the geo code. So they're like, so they're going, and they're all going for this one in particular item. And you mm. would not believe what item they were going for. What was it, George? Dude. Your golden penis? No. no. <laughs> A bottle of sriracha. <laughs> oh. Because and so like as I'm like pulling up my pants, I'm fucking freak out. I, I, me and the other girl, we just hit the tail, hit the deck, hard. like fucking, they're, they're bombing us. Boom, hit the deck. I start peeking over. I saw four people mm -hmm. lift up their shopping cart in absolute. At the same time, they threw this shopping cart at the guy who had the bottle of sriracha. I've seen some gruesome shit in video games. Right. Mm -hmm. You are never prepared to see a homeless man's a homeless man's head explode oh. when four shopping carts, all the corners hit him, and his fucking brain just like Holy like a cheese grater. They just just squirt it out. And I myself at that point in time just hightailed it out of there. But that was the first time I realized homeless people have a black market, and sriracha is like. Is crack. It, so uh, that is, do you think sriracha is like sort of like the the alternate currency for the the black market? And sriracha is equivalent to just a bar of gold. No, it's got to be way more valuable than that to elicit that kind of reaction. So what would be the equivalent? The equivalent would have to like what's something that you would see someone with mm -hmm. today? Yeah, that you would just be like, I have to kill that person and acquire it. That is mine now. Mm -hmm. Game Boy Advance SP. Mm. That's a good mm. one. That's a very good one, Austin. You know, that's a in very, a lawless society, of course. So this is probably like like I, I'd imagine just like a bag full of diamonds. I mean, like, yeah, I, I feel like that. you know, it's it's worth something. It's easy to pedal. You know, uh, yeah. you know, it's like it's like blood diamonds. You don't a know bottle of sriracha from. for sure. Yeah. Uh, a bottle of sriracha is pretty good for uh, fucking hey hey man for medicinal use. I I'm Maurice. I got some sriracha here. I would imagine the second biggest thing, and I didn't stick around to see. There's a Wendy's unlimited Frosties card for a year. Oh, oh shit. shit. How many sriracha bottles is that worth? Dude, I would imagine at least six. Right? <laughs> You're talking unlimited Frosties. Now, I did hear that the, like... Unlimited Frosty, baby. You See? There it is. Whoa, dude. Whoa, Whoa. watch out. Hey, you can have down. six heads destroyed for that. Yeah. Better not watch for any homeless people. Shit. 
shit. No, but truthfully, do you think if four shopping carts hit the human head at once, it would fuck explode the head? Well, I mean, depends on the the velocity. It depends know. on the inertia of the the shopping cart and also the the the, the environment and maybe mm-hmm. the strength of the head. I would think that <clears throat> if if from all four corners the shopping carts were actually combining, it wouldn't pop. Partly because there was a there's a room for it to go right you know it could be oh. knocked around like ding, but if you're talking about simultaneous hittage right it would have to go nowhere but up and it would probably like like a little uh, you know ketchup packet squeeze really tight yep mm-hmm. set mm-hmm. through the top yeah you know uh, uh, we could do the I have the, the math vision so like you know I'm in my head I'm seeing like the twinkle twinkle little star power equals i squared r mm. uh, and it's looking like it after mm, carry the two. We're looking at like no four four shopping carts hitting uh, simultaneously at about a velocity of like twenty two feet per second. You're looking at like that's a, that's a head exploded. Wow. Yep. That, uh, this is what Spike sense. TV used to have on when they were cool, and then homeless fights. Mansers. No. Yeah, mansers. <laughs> mansers and Man- well, a mansers. thousand ways. No, to that die. was can bum two, fights. Can two shopping carts explode a human head? If they hit at the same time, they used to have a thing where it was like it was like a, how cold does it have to be for your balls to freeze off? Oh, well, not as cold as Chase you would expect. Told, yeah, no. Chase told me a story about when he <laughs> was out in Iceland. Yeah. And how he <laughs> almost experienced how cold it was for your balls to freeze off. Yeah. You know, like this was, oh, shit. That was like a year after I graduated high school. Wow. Okay. I was out in Iceland, which Iceland, not as much ice as you would expect. But when there is ice, there's like. But when there's ice, there's ice. There's ice in that area. Yeah. When yeah. There's ice. You know, so like, you know, we're coming down from a volcano. Iceland is. Very prominently, like volcanoes everywhere. That's where you get those right. good drone shots. The Vulca- volcanic, volcanic. It's yeah, a, it's. Volcanic. A, I don't know why it's not called volcanic land. I'm gonna be honest. Honestly, yeah. A, I thought they, they, I thought they swapped them to like confuse people. So they would sail to the Greenland. Greenland. Yeah, Greenland. Greenland and Iceland. So yeah. that Im- that implies that Greenland and Iceland were both communicating to each other at the time. Correct. So in Iceland, like everyone kind of sounds like they're from Skyrim. <laughs> Can you give me an example? Like a uh, you you come to my uh, uh, the the. I will not stand idly by while dragons uh, burn my homes and eat my people. Right. You know? Yeah, you know. But in this case, you were actually talking about uh, ice. I, I yeah. can't stand idly by when ice when, is on, While on... ice freezes your balls and 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 uh, they fall off uh, for the penguins to eat. Right. So, you know? so, I mean, so you're okay. Let's pick up where you left off. So, you were out of high school. You went to Iceland on a trip. Yeah. I'm, I'm coming down. I have a guide with me. We're coming down from a volcano. And so volcano, it's very hot up there. There's lava coming down. Like uh, what do they call them? Like uh, uh, pahue, whatever the fuck those are called. The, the rivers of lava. Pompeii. Sure, yeah. Plume. Yeah. No, no, plume's a different. Uh, whatever. It's not important. River streams Pumice. of lava. So we're coming down. We're we're leaving the volcanic area, mm-hmm. and it's like no ice, no ice at the bottom of the volcano, frozen. I'm talking like you know. I'm wearing shorts and sweatshirts up there. We're coming down. I'm putting the fur on. Putting the fur on, yeah. putting the pants on, zipping up the the snowsuit, you know. And we get down there, and I didn't see when it happened. There was a teensy amount of uh, like magma, like like uh, mm. ash, whatever, burnt a hole through my snowsuit. Conveniently, ball area. Wow. Thank God I had the snowsuit on because I could have just balls hanging out, man. <laughs> Whoa. Clapping. Yeah, many layers of fur. Yeah, you know. Ball. I yeah. had, to, yeah. So, but like the meaty clackers are out at this point, you yeah. know. Thank, thankfully that we had all the, the layers of, you know, right. everything. So the meaty clackers, I'm like, huh, you know, it's like really breezy down there. I look down, they are frosty. Wow. So cold, I couldn't even feel my, my meaty clackers. Uh, wasn't it, was it like, was the frost so prominent? You know, like when you're like out in the snow and your eyelashes mm-hmm. kind of develop mm-hmm. the frost? Was it mm-hmm. the same with your ball hair? Mm-hmm. It wow. was exactly like that. It was wow. like, you ever seen like a, like a buffalo, like a water buffalo or something like in the snow and it's got like all of its hair frozen together? Yeah. It was exactly like that on the yeah. testicles. It's straight up on the te- testicles. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> when we come back to our guide who is, uh, I will not stand idly by, you know, he's like, he takes care of me. He he takes it. He he pulls his gloves off. His mm-hmm. warm hands mm-hmm. just kind of cups him. Mm-hmm. And this guy has the warmest hands I've ever felt in my. Yeah. When I tell you, like top ten moments of my life was this guy being like, "I will not stand idly by and just feel the warm hand on my." Icy clackers. Yeah, do you, do you know? Actually, he probably knows that it's going good. Whenever, like, do you know, how, like when you, like when balls get cold, they like shrivel up. But he knows yeah. it's working. Whenever you grab the balls, and then just melts in his hand. Uh-huh. Right? It just like the skin yeah. just comes down. You know, and holding your clackers, your meaty. When clackers. I tell you, th- this was great, and not even a sexual way. Yeah, like this was like 
if you have never frozen your balls and had them warmed by someone's hand in the middle of the Icelandic fucking tundra, wow. you are not living life, my friend. You are not living life, my wow. friend. It's almost like it's almost a deeper bond right. than any other man can have with any other mm -hmm. man. It's like the deepest. It's like, hey, bro, I noticed that your balls are a little frosty. Let me just let me just cop a feel on your meat clackers and just mm -hmm. like let them melt in my hand, right? That's exactly what happened. God, it's, it's, it's getting me a little teary-eyed thinking about it, I'll be yeah. honest. Dude, that's that's beautiful. Wow. Damn. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, that's so crazy that you say that, like, what you've experienced mm -hmm. uh, while you were in high school. You know, when I, I just left high school, when I experienced the first time feeling a needle inside of me. It, it, huh. it's, I've never had a vaccine. I've never had anything up until high school. But when I was actually... When I graduated and I was going to college, he asked for vac vaccination records, vaccination records. And I was like, fuck, dude, I don't have any vaccinations and I don't know where to get them. So at the time, I was like traveling around in my forerunner that my dad uh, got me for my 16th birthday. And I was going off road and uh, like, you know, so I, had, I had a moment with my this random chick. I brought it with me into the middle of the desert where no one can hear her scream. And I noticed that over in the distance that there were a bunch of rusty needles. And my, my prior knowledge from to this point is that needles always contained a vaccine because you would never see in any pop culture needles not be helpful hey someone needs morphine like 10 cc's of morphine needle comes out stabs them uh somebody somebody needs narcan for after a drug overdose boom you know Nar uh, narcan right in the heart you know uh making stuff happen you know like so i knew for a fact that if i took these needles and put it inside of me i would actually have all the vaccines i would i would need mm -hmm. so you know, I, I walk over and I'm, I'm grabbing the needles with my bare hands. And at this point, the girl is like freaking out. She's like, like, I don't know why she was so crazy about it. She's like, hey, don't touch those needles. They're rusty. You can get tetanus. I'm like, I don't need. Uh, that's exactly what that's I need. I need the, the vaccines you need. Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. I need the tetanus vaccine. Right. So I need the tetanus on it. So might as well just, you know, all birds, all stones. Right. So I go over there. I'm grabbing them. I bring them towards her. She's freaking out. She has nowhere to go. She's screaming. There's nobody can hear her because remember, I brought her out in the middle of the desert where no one can hear her scream. It's a mm -hmm. very important part of the story. <clears throat> so I'm so hmm. as I bring him over she's sitting down she's you know hyperventilating i'm like listen mm -hmm. one of these out of work so i take the 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 rustiest one because you know you know you're not there you have to it's take the your, most used one well it's i mean every one. 10 years you need your tetanus shot yeah. right so i mean at this point i might as well just up uh, you know put her up to date with that so i take yeah. it and i run after her and i stab her in the neck and just put whatever's left of the juice inside of her at the this juice. point, at this point, she's like laying on the ground convulsing. I know that the 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 tetanus is working. I know that it's like kind of going through her bodies, mm -hmm. and she's she's doing good. She's out for the count. I know for a fact that after some vaccines, you know, people, you know, they see blood on their arms. They kind of like pass out. They get you know? tired. So I brought her in the car. I sat her down. You know, I'm like, you know, make sure she's safe. And then I just had like six more of these vials. You know, vials mm -hmm. of just empty, rusty, uh, you know, things. And I'm like, you know, it bottoms up. I stick nice. all five of them all at once, and I press them down into my arm. And let me tell you. I astral projected for the next 15 hours. <laughs> I wake up. I'm in New Mexico. I was in Vegas at some point, but at one uh -huh. point, I she woke up and then started driving me to New Mexico. And uh, like, I woke up. She did what she did this dumb joke where she's like, ah, she screams. But like, you know how like a, a truck trailer is being towed, it's got facing it, backwards. Yeah. Uh -huh. She got me so good. It was actually really fun. We had a great time. But in New Mexico, she uh, she's like, hey, we're here. I and she just shoves me out and then takes takes my car back to Vegas. Uh, jokes on her. I had a bomb strapped to it the whole time, and then I detonated it because I keep it in my left chest pocket. Mm -hmm. She never touched me that night because we never got as far as actually sexual intercourse where no one can hear her. You screen. were just penetrating each other with needles. Yeah, just penetrating each other with needles. So nice. I, I click the thing. C4 goes off. The, the truck explodes. I'm really sad at that point because I really loved that forerunner. Like, there's nothing about that forerunner I didn't love. There's a lot of experience, a lot of needles, a lot of things that I did in there. So as I see the plume smoke going and I see like a bunch of police cars going, I stop one of the police cars. I'm like, hey, that's my car. I just exploded. He's like, get in the car. He actually puts me in the passenger seat. He had to move his AR-15 because, you know, this is a terrorist mm -hmm. situation. I get in the car. I drive all the way down. They're like wondering what's happening. I'm like, yeah, I blew it up. They're like, oh, my God, dude, so happy that you're here because you blew this up. And then uh, they questioned me for a little bit. Then they saw the, the track marks in my arm. At this point, I knew that they were profiling me for some some degenerate drug drug user right, right. Mm -hmm. yeah because like you know you know i'm not a drug user these right. are vaccines officer but remember this is new mexico police and the, the border control down there mm -hmm. is really strong and then they got a hint of like some like you know foreignness inside of me mm -hmm. immediately put me in the uh, back of the car and took me to the impound where i spent the rest of my life as a dog what was the police officer's name woof woof yeah <laughs> you know this is gonna sound crazy mm. but my icelandic guide did mention he had a cousin named Wolf. No shit. Did Wait, he sound kind of like like Icelandic? 
he he did have more of like a Skyrim like oblivion type of thing where he's like, oh. "What are you doing?" And then he just sat there while I pondered my options of like how I could respond, and he didn't uh-huh. move at all the whole time. I sat there for like five minutes wondering if you just leave, but no. Weird couple waited. of guys. Weird couple of guys. Weird couple of guys. Yeah, brown beard. Yeah, like, has yeah, the, has, yeah. The white, has the white strip down the middle. Uh huh. Dude, that must run in the dude, family. Yeah, that's how crazy. That? That, what a wow. small world, dude. What a small world. <laughs> yeah. I uh, that just reminds me of one of the TSA agents I had one time. As we were going into Thailand, he had one of those long Fu Man shoes. Wait, what was his name? His name was Fong. 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 So, wait, what's the last name? So what? Fong. So I. It wasn't Woof, but it was like something. It was, was it something bark? Icelandic, wasn't it? No. No. Uh-oh. Wasn't Bark. Needless mm-hmm. to say, when I was going through TSA, this dude with this sick Fu Man shoe, right? Mm-hmm. He had that brown mm-hmm. thing going down the middle, but he also had a mustache that dangled down like a like an old uh, a masasan. Oh, like a, like a sensei, um, like, like a somebody sensei who's really kind of like is all wise and all. Knowing. You're like, how is this dude a TSA agent? He yeah, definitely has a black belt. He actually was wearing a black belt at the time. Um, was leather, but he picked up the bag of candy that. Me and uh, I don't want to give my accomplice. Yeah, sure. sure. We're taking mm-hmm. to Thailand, right? And in this bag of candy, there was a lot of edibles in there. Mm-hmm. But the edibles that we had gotten were marked in the United States as having like a little triangle, like caution: this contains THC. Mm. So mm. what we did? Rookie mistake. On the plane, me and my accomplice, we ate the the little triangles off. As we land into Thailand, we know we have to go through customs again, and they could do that. We see Fong. Fong immediately pulls out the candy. Mm-hmm. Unbeknownst to us, he's a diabetic, and his oh, blood no. sugar was dummy low. Fong reaches into the bag, boom, takes like maybe 12 of them. There were 10 milligrams, so you can imagine. That's 120 if milligrams. Fong of had never experienced edibles before he was about to go on the wildest trip of his life he takes them he says they did taste a little funky a little earthy tasty interesting i, I mean if you took 12 of them you're of course going to taste a little yeah. something even with america's good edibles when i tell you i had to sit in customs for another hour and a half as they inspected the rest of our luggage they stopped looking at the candy because i saved fung's life however my accomplice brought a couple of sex toys and they mm-hmm. thought the sex toys, the batteries inside of them, I guess lithium is illegal in Thailand yeah. or something. What? Yeah. Whatever. Wow. Um, I'm sitting there hour and a half. I look at Fong. Fong's now at this point, his eyes look oh so he looks like I'm so tired. Me so sleepy. Me so sleepy. Mm-hmm. Me so sleepy. And I, I look at my accomplice and I'm like, oh my God, he's going to find out that whatever what he ate mm-hmm. was actually edibles. But then Fong actually starts crying. Oh, oh, damn. And he quits his job. When I tell you this man was so high that I showed him his true potential. <laughs> he went from almost dying, being saved by me, being super high, realizing his true potential, quitting his job in front of me. Wow. And then he went on to become a CEO of Southwest Airlines. Wow. What the fuck? This is actually, wasn't this like, wow. this is actually pre 9 11, like right, like right before 9 11. There was TSA, but it was kind of relaxed, you know? Yeah. 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 Yep. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Thailand wasn't that relaxed, though. So. Yeah. Thailand was like post 9 11, pre 9 11, right? Yeah. Yeah. They had some sort of. Good for Fong. Give that a goog sometime. Yeah. Fong, Southwest Airlines story. Yeah. Wow. Straight up. That, that's 100% real. And I know that for a fact. Because I think what I think we kind of connected the details because as I was in the police car being sent to the pound and mm-hmm. like um, he actually did talk about a distant relative that ran the largest flight thing per flight company in America mm-hmm. in the Southwest. So I'm assuming that's that's one in one. And maybe he was the cousin of that. And then also the cut. Maybe all of our bro, do all of our stories have? Are a we connection? all connected by these guys that touched our balls? That well, I mean, he didn't well, you touch my balls. Your balls, bro. Oh. My, my, I didn't have my balls long after I got at the pound. They took those out. Oh, you went to like the dog pound? No, like they yeah. neutered you. No, I turned into a dog. Yeah, that's Did what you was not in the. Pay attention. I must have missed that. Well, the story you didn't tell is how you went from being a dog to now being a man who wears duck shirts on a podcast. That's true. That was, I mean, that was like immediately after high school. 
right? Okay. So, I mean, there's a lot of time. There's about seven or eight years between then and now that I actually had my full transformation from pre-operation dog to post-operation human. And, you know, interspecies, uh, you know, like interspecies change isn't really kind of talked about in the LGBT, mm-hmm. LGBTQ plus AI, comp, uh, you know, group. But I think, you know, now's my time that I should come out with that is that, uh, you guys, I was a dog when I was 18. And I'm happy to say that, you know, as of last year, t- it, it was the first time that I honestly felt human and nobody even knew where I've come from. You know, I, at first I would have the little scratches and I would like use my, you know, arm to do it. And then mm-hmm. that kind of gave it away and it made me feel insecure. Before that, I would occasionally, you know, uh, be really suspicious of mailmen and, uh, you know, lasers on the wall. I'd like always bark at them and stuff like that. So it's just, I've always like through, through therapy, mm-hmm. through pills, yep. through hormone fills, through the, al- the alpha brain, you the know, red I, pill. uh, I really kind of expanded not only my prostate, but also my horizons of what I could do as a human, as mm-hmm. opposed to a dog. Right. And, you know, I grew up as a human, but being changed to a dog really kind of made me feel you know, grateful of the spectrums of light that dogs don't get. And mm-hmm. that's something that I haven't done yet. So since then, I still can only see in black and white in certain contrasts. So I really appreciate that everybody in this room has high contrast things. And to really kind of like build it into what you're talking about, the reason why I wear duck shirts is because if you see the ducks are yellow, which on the, the brightness scale is actually much brighter than black. And, mm. you know, there's something about my, you know, internal happiness when, you know, my loved one comes home and I just, you know, give her a bunch of kisses on the face when she arrives and I get really excited and, uh, do other stuff is like my shirts. My shirts make me excited because I can see contrast. So mm-hmm. I, I'm really, I'm really happy and to announce it on this podcast. Well, it, you brought light to what I think uh, a couple of people that we've had on, and, and I mean the entire Red Pill community is trying to do in a whole. It, it's taking dogs mm. and it's turning them into alphas. Mm. Okay, now let's be a hundred percent clear with what we're trying to convey here. You were once a dog. Mm-hmm. And now you are a human presenting alpha. That's correct. Okay. See, I, in the dog pound, what I didn't tell you as well, uh, on top of all this crazy shit that I've been, I've been telling you, is that um, I was the alpha in that pound, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, not many other dogs have the experience of being an actual human. Um, so I had a leg up on other mm-hmm. on the other dogs. And not only did I have my leg up both licking myself to pleasure mm-hmm. my uh, said balls that were not cupped. You know, as as great as yours. Um, I'm really disappointed in that. But I really dominated everyone there. You know, Um, Mm -hmm. I they kind of knew that I knew something they didn't like Mm -hmm. English and other things. Um, So you know, very quickly I was able to fool the guards, thinking that I was a I was a bad doggy, and they had to let me out to go poop. And uh, that's when I escaped. And through the many years of transformation, is when I actually. Uh, became a human, but uh, on the way up, I still kept the alphaness. I finally, I knew what it felt like to be an alpha among bitches, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I just carry that with my life today. Um, as you guys know, I am the alpha in this room. And if you do do anything, I will bite you with my canines. Mm-hmm. Um, they mm-hmm. are sharpened for this reason. Um, so yeah, so that's, well, I really okay. appreciate you and this that is, well, And this is also goes out there for all the people that are referring or wondering like, how did you end up in a dog pound? I will tell them that you are able to turn yourself into dog pounds if you are looking to feel a little more alpha mm-hmm. in your life. Um, mm-hmm. Whether it's purchasing a rescued animal. Right. Or it's... Becoming uh, a rescued animal. Becoming a rescued mm-hmm. yeah. animal. Seeing both sides of that spectrum really allows you to be the best version of yourself. Honestly, like... Um, so this didn't happen when I was in the pound as an actual dog, but I've noticed that many people in the community, we have a subreddit, there's like 14 people in it, shout out to R, I am a dog. Um, you know, there's many people that would go to the dog pound and then, you know, just because they can't afford the surgery and mm-hmm. a lot of them have Patreons and, you know, GoFundMes, I'd really appreciate you'll put the link in the description to go fund them stuff to turn into a dog. Um, they would go to a dog and imitate it. They would put in one of those like butt plugs with the tails. Mm-hmm. They put on a snout thing. They were like all leathered. You know, I think they're called furries is what yeah. they refer themselves yeah. as. They would go to the dog pound and just become a dog for like a weekend. And it was, it really kind of expanded the, the ability of what they can really become. And yes. before they can afford the surgeries and all the other stuff, they really kind of got an idea of what it like, what it's like to be a straight up alpha in the, in the yeah. environment of real dogs. Yeah. It's about like $3,000 a weekend to, to go, uh, uh, be a furry in the dog pound. Yeah. Uh, the surgery is like a steep 300,000 plus. The only caveat is they don't want reproduction happening there. So you kind of got to get your, sp- you got to get spayed or, you well, know, balls chopped yeah, up. There's no that, fucking that leads to the next thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you guys know I'm trying to get something passed in Congress right now that I think 
can revolutionize the animal-human connection. Wait, you actually have a family member in Congress. Uh, so that's really interesting. So you've actually been in contact. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I want you to know this is my uh, upbringing. It has nothing to do with my uh, Your relative. family member in Congress. Yeah, yeah, because I would be a conflict of interest. And you mm-hmm. see, the United States government is not founded on conflicts of interest. No, okay? true. Yeah. There's no such thing as nepotism in the United States of America. No, of course mm-hmm. not. Right? Yeah, that's what happened. Russia and China's for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, needless to say, uh, we are trying to connect humans and animals like never before through Apple tagging humans. Okay. So, now what we're doing lately is like we're Apple tagging all of our animals to mm-hmm. know their mm-hmm. whereabouts. Mm-hmm. Some people are even going as far as putting little GoPros on their cats, ah, making cute little TikTok Love videos, those videos. Right. So, what do you think our animals are doing at home all day? Mm. They would rather be watching us. Now, I know a lot of people have been doing it with the vlog style thing. I see. But I want to get it enacted in law that if you are a dog parent, your animals have the right to know your whereabouts at all times. Mm. Right. And we're approaching, passing through the house right now, and then we're going to get to the Senate. And if this beats, uh, you know the Republicans because they're right now they're not in favor because of uh duck hunting. I see. Mm. They're saying duck hunting, but it's really wild game hunting in Texas. I see. Yeah. They like, to, there's a lot of tigers in Texas that they like to kill. So if they had animals at home, their animals would be able to see them killing tigers mm. and that would start an uproar in the animal community. So what I'm trying to do partially, a literal uproar. I'm trying to stop poachers and hunting kind of, Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to give animals the rights that they've, uh, you know, that they need deserve. to be granted since, uh, you know, the conception of us feeding them. That's yeah. that's actually fantastic. And speaking from a, a, a once, you know, post-operation dog, it's like I definitely did want to know where my human was at all times. Um, and it really made me anxious not knowing what's going on outside of the door because, mm-hmm. guys, once you turn into a dog, your spatial awareness outside of your immediate vicinity dissipates. Yeah. Crazy stuff goes on. But, yeah, if I had my human attached to a GoPro and a GPS tracker constantly being broadcasted on the local television, I would be happy and content. And, honestly, you know, I might not be so annoying when she comes home. I might not mm-hmm. give her licks, licks on her face all the time and shit on her rug whenever she makes so- me mad. What we would have done for you in all pound animals is we are planning on putting a door size screen mm. in every single kennel in which it represents what a family looks like. Right. So that that way, once they get into the home, they're more accustomed mm-hmm. to the home life environment. They'll see toys on the floor. They'll see shoes. Whenever they try to go for toys that we don't want them to go for, they'll get zapped. But mm-hmm. that's we're getting them accustomed to what it would be like if they had a family. Wow. You know? Wow! Huh. Honestly, George, George, I'm happy with everything you're doing in the House and the Senate. I'm uh, I'm, I'm really appreciative of everyone mm-hmm. being open and honest today. But I think it's time for our first uh, improv game. Well, I was I was going to ask one more thing. Have you already implemented this in your in your like day to day life? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So what you guys can't tell right now uh-huh. is that at all points in time, I have a drone flying above me. Okay, and it's like an X-ray drone, so it's above the building right now, but uh-huh. it's it's literally hovering right through me. It's right. Hey, you want to get to the wide? You want to see? It's the wide. You want to? It's just above the just frame. above us. Yeah. But right wow, look at that. Yeah. Yep. But yep, right there. You see it? Cool. Oh, you yeah. probably yeah. yeah through the duck. But anyways, um, whenever we go live, I just actually just use the yeah. RTMP. Oh, you stream from the you like raid actually, the stream. So what you're saying is that your pet right now is watching this. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? No, no? it's even better because no. it's always on my cam. Oh, so, so it never uh, cuts. It's just that's feeds good. to my cam. That's Damn. good. Interception. Yep. Yeah. Inter- uh, you know, so that means that your animals, your dog, Cece. Yeah, Cece. Mm-hmm. She she saw the whole fight. Uh, that we went to uh, the other the other week. No, it's I I mean she she when I as soon as I got home she was like Dad can't believe you bet John Jones first round way wow. to really I seal mean, the deal. Wait, yeah. your, do- your dog can talk through only only bets. Yeah, you, yeah. So, so I, mean, I heard she makes the, picks. She makes picks. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you like do you just like lay it out on like a piece of paper like paw print here, paw print there? And you just let her make. No, picks? she talks. Oh, I, she 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 talks picks. You know, no, dude, those little like all those little boom. She says, "Master, I want saints." Ah, I see. you know. So has like, she become self-aware yet? Because I know that's a thing. Like I know one of the dogs is like, 
what am I? And it's like, you're a dog. And then he just goes, why? Yeah, he doesn't why? He doesn't have those buttons as options. Yeah. 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 You don't want the dog being existential. Uh, That's not good for business. Yeah. No, what, did, what did she think of you fighting? Of me? Yeah. We'll so... I mean, I remember when Bruce Buffer announced your name, I was shitting my pants, George. Okay. I, I was, was shitting my pants. I actually, I was not shitting my pants because I had the alpha brain uh, shoved up right. my asshole to soak okay. it all up. So the first time Bruce Buffer called my name, let's just go even back to the walkout. The walkout. I walked out to Party in the USA mm -hmm. by Miley Cyrus in the Los Angeles Coliseum. Wow. Mm -hmm. You talk about the entire arena saying, throw my hands up, play my song. My butterflies flew away, baby Dude. girl. Uh -huh. And I was walking out to the ring, and as soon as I hit the ring, and I was I was the favorite, so I came mm -hmm. out second, right? I'm looking at my opponent, and then Bruce Buffer, as he was announcing the other guy, I'm not going to lie, my brain went silent. Uh-huh. Okay. Meanwhile, in front of you, George the Cuban Komoda! And then I, I fist bumped him. Yeah. And then I proceeded to have the fastest submission in UFC history. Mm -hmm. Wow. What I did, and I, I don't know, maybe, uh, Jamie, you could pull it up back there. Mm -hmm. um, I jumped on his back right off rip so people are always wondering like how you can achieve that position but what you especially do, right at the start of the match yeah you have to jump off the side of the cage it was like a i popped off the side of the cage mm -hmm. right onto his back i wasn't taking no for an answer and um i remember at a point in time feeling his pulse and it went and let's not forget you had the weight disadvantage during this yeah yeah that's no. why you had to get that extra extra height i mean call everybody else what they what mm -hmm. you want to call them right goats champions to me i'll fight anybody anywhere anytime i don't need a weight class mm -hmm. and that's what separates me mm -hmm. and um I think I had the best walkout that night, quickest uh, submission in UFC history, mm -hmm. and um, your Bruce Buffer wasn't too bad, man. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Actually, didn't you? Uh, didn't you? Weren't you? Uh, like, didn't you ask Bruce Buffer, like, you know, about a few few years ago, to actually shadow underneath him to figure out, like, yeah. how he what does was that it? Like? And when yeah. I tell you, like, literally underneath him, when so Bruce Buffer had this thing where, like, uh, uh, he like I don't know, he pulled something in his in his leg or something, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this ACL. was, yeah, he tore his ACL, like, yeah. this walking onto the thing, yeah. And so uh, what he did, uh, I was like, Bruce, you are like. I am so amazed and like inspired by you. I would love to do what you do. And yeah. he's like, yeah, come, come like shadow under me. And what Wait, I didn't oh. know was that he literally meant like he was on my shoulders because he tore his ACL. Oh, and I was, I was his legs. Wow. I was literally shadowing under him. Wow. This is, and this is during COVID times when like, you know, like filming the mm -hmm. UFC was a bit weird. You know, mm -hmm. they had like the, you know, they had the bubble and stuff like that. So how did you get the clearance to be that close to Bruce Buffer the whole time during COVID? We actually never told anyone. Oh. So what we did, you ever like watch those old like uh, kids movies, right? You know, where they have the really big trench coat. Oh, and they stack on top of each other. Yeah. Like a, like, it was exactly like that. Wow. So like we we're, 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 Bruce is like kicking me like kind of, he's got the spurs on yeah. he's like okay go you know you know kind of thing yeah. but he can't say that yeah so. so i'm i'm going i can't see where we're going i just got like a little buttonhole yeah you know yeah i'm looking out there no one is the fucking wiser wow no one thought to consider like you know bruce you know his his legs are a different skin uh, like skin tone as his arms or well, his hands remember you know he, he did the red carpet uh at the avn awards uh really displaying his 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 new style of trench coat stuff yeah. of, of stuff and then so i, I we just assumed that that it must have been that so. but like not even considering that he's like a whole five feet taller than normal wow mm. Yeah. Yeah, I just assumed that, you know, like cosmetics, you know, I turned from a dog, from from not a dog to a dog and from a dog back to human. Mm -hmm. So I'd assume that like that could have been possible. No, that was me. That was me. I was <sighs> I was beneath Bruce Buffer. And not even considering like during the AVN Awards when he was doing the trench coat thing, I was there too. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. You have no idea. Like me and Bruce, we were tag teaming on the on these uh, adult videos. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So like <laughs> When I he, tell you, like, people were amazed because they still had no idea. We we're still wearing, like, half trench coat. Dicks out through one hole. Yeah. My dicks out the, through the bottom. Wow. We were, we were double teaming. Bitches stacked on top of each other. Fucking doggy style. Two-way doggy style. Wow. 
Yeah. Man, you really you really put like the double dick dude like to, to uh-huh. shame with your your two penises five feet away from each other uh-huh. uh, game going there. The the logistics of it were pretty difficult because mm-hmm. we had to have one girl doggy on the ground and then the other girl standing up but uh, bent over. Right on a platform. Because on a platform. It was, it was, high, it was too high. You tried yeah. Bunk beds. It was bunk beds would have been a good option. Uh, what we ended up doing was pretty much just getting a tall table with no like underneath of it. Mm. You know, it worked pretty well. So, so explain to me like I know it, I know you might not want to talk about it because it's like you know you know you and Bruce kind of had a falling out. So like, can you want to kind of go into detail? Like, why did you stop working under Bruce? And what happened after that? Because you're here. So, uh, it's, it's a hot mess, man. Let me, Bruce got chlamydia. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. So Bruce got chlamydia. I wanted to keep working in the porn industry, but the thing is that like, Bruce was really the face of it. Ah, you know, I was, I was, I was a, I was a dick of it. I was a dick of it. He was a dick of it, but Bruce was the face of it. So without Bruce, I could not work in the porn industry. Right. So, I mean, obviously, like, I had, like, some real choice words to say to to Bruce. And so he got chlamydia and he's just out. That's it. He he was out. And so after the choice words, me and Bruce haven't talked since, shit, January? Since January, dude. You know, that's a huge L. I really, I hope the chlamydia cleared up. And hopefully that you're still, uh, you, maybe you can, uh, you know, pose in as Bruce, but you know, like the POV stuff where you don't actually see the face. Maybe, maybe you can explore some of that. I, 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 it's really hard to, to be in the POV community right now. What I'm really looking for is just another person to, uh, uh, serve under really in, yeah. in the, in the AVN awards. Maybe uh, I, I'm, I'm really open to, uh, serving under a woman. You know, mm-hmm. she could be on my shoulders. We have, we have the pussy going on. We have the dick going on. It'd be great. A great yeah, combo. Uh, it's, it's avant-garde really. Avant-garde. And I honestly don't think anyone would notice, uh, mm-hmm. the trench coat you know mm-hmm. working under someone uh situation mm-hmm. that's i'm a thin guy i got nice legs yeah you know? yeah you just yeah. You might have to shave a little you know eh, but i think you can get away with it yeah it's 2023 have you ever thought about m- making someone else you know work under you and doing the podcast thing you know you know i've i've considered it but like i'm Kinda really get back you know get back to the community get back to the community mm-hmm. you know i it'd have to be the right dick well isn't it actually in the description below uh you guys can sign up for to work underneath chase um uh, he's currently going through the application process you have about 34 Five people. 37 now, 37. actually, since, since the podcast started. Oh, since the podcast started, we're getting actually a live counter over there. Um, mm-hmm. 38, cool. Nice. So uh, you guys must be signing up, but in the description, you can sign up to work under Chase for an indeterminate amount of time until one of you gets chlamydia, apparently, um, and then uh, see how it happens. So it's in the description. Yeah. It's next to the link where it says Sticky Paws merch, where you can also buy our merch, our Sticky Paws hats. You can buy stickers with our face on it. Guys, if you look at the you know, look at the logo right there, you can see that all of these have been turned into stickers. Uh, by these, I mean completely different photos that aren't these at all, uh, but you can still buy them, and they are still stickers. So just, you know, just you know, want to talk about that really quick. Did you guys uh, see what the new ukrainian war tactic is no to get information from people is it killing russians okay mm. that's probably so the first obviously part. we're we're all aware of the situation that's going on but one of the the new um tactics to mm-hmm. get information from people is vr torture whoa have you ever heard of vr torture mm. no i've heard of vr pleasure okay yeah. so what they're doing with vr now is they are pretty much like I've heard hot glue, I've heard staple gun, I've heard nail gun, I've heard multiple rubber bands, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. they are trying so many different ways to, whenever they capture Russians, place these VR goggles on the heads of the Russian soldiers as they play, give me information, give me information, give me information, in every single dialect that Vladimir Putin could do. So it's like Vladimir Putin, happy, Vladimir Putin, sad, Vladimir Putin, Mm -hmm. confused, Mm. But it's just, give me information, give me information, give me information. And what they're finding is that after 20 hours of VR torture, people will just start spouting information. Mm. Interesting. Actually, I just better. Pu- it's like it's I, really new. I, I, I just pulled up the. Seen, I just like, pulled up the song and due to copyright, uh, we can't really play it. But I'm gonna give you my rendition. It's actually a parody on "Don't Stop Believing," but it's uh-huh. called "Don't Stop Giving Me Information." And if you guys will, I'm gonna actually sing the lyrics of the chorus where it's like, sure. "Don't stop giving me information. Uh, don't stop giving me information. Don't, don't stop, stop giving, giving me information." information. Ooh, 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 Hold on to the thoughts. Ooh, don't Stop giving me information. Oh, don't stop. So yeah, I the thing that I was confused on is why why nail gun or hot glue gun. Yeah, I I, I think know. the multiple rubber bands 
um, like almost like your head's like a watermelon, so mm -hmm. it's like squeezing the information. Yeah, out of honestly, you. I think the tighter the VR goggles, squeezing it out of you, man. The tighter the the goggles, the faster it gets inputted directly it gets, to your brain. The faster it gets inputted in your brain, and and it, and it gives you a migraine faster. It gives you migraines. You know what? The last thing I want to do when I have a migraine is not give information up. Mm -hmm. I, when I have a migraine, I can't hold a lie at all. I'm just telling the truth all the time. Uh -huh. That's really the tactic: is not to like you know coerce them into psychology. You know, you know Pavlov's dog stuff. They just give them a really bad migraine they're like oh my god i can't stop my migraine is so bad they just tell you all the information it's kind of crazy right mm -hmm. is, is that mm -hmm. what they're doing? well no no you're 100 right because everybody who has mental health issues goes to see a therapist that's true so they're always uh yeah. you know speaking their mind about their problems that's that's fantastic uh do you guys remember how i said i wanted to do an improv game about like 10 minutes ago yeah, yeah I mean, we got four minutes. Yeah, we got four minutes. Let's do an improv game. Guys, I, I hope you enjoy this podcast. Everything oh. on this podcast is 100% true and not fabricated at all. 41. Uh, 40. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, you got three more people. That's, that's, yeah. that's really cool. Uh, guys, links in the description still. Um, but I wanted to, I wanted to like, this is, guys, okay. This story is going to be fake. This is improv now. Um, okay, this is okay, no okay. longer just telling stories. This is not real. Mm -hmm. um, just disclaimer, this stuff is not real. Bruce, reach forward. out. Yeah. Bruce, reach out. It's been too long. He's just really lonely. He's, he's used to having, you know, <laughs> he's used to having those uh, those meat clackers just the resting meaty on his clackers. Uh, resting yes. on his uh, uh, shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> You're making him sad, George. You would have Stop no it. idea. That was the sound. That was what he would do when he was going to come. <laughs> he was like, it's time. And yeah, yeah, the hardest part about the whole situation is was his you, cock. Well, the, the, well, is the fact that you had to synchronize with him because they thought you were the same person. Yeah. So it, when he it, when he was like building up, it, it really kind of it, it that was like you to like get ready. That was like come now, I gotta five, feel the feel four, the the, three, the build up, you know. Build up. <laughs> yeah, that's why actually what that's where he trained like uh, like prolonging yeah. all of his words. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah he really needs he to honed give you, it. He needs to give you more time to build uh -huh. it up. All right. you know. Anyways, Right, so I had a ChatGPT generate a few of these uh, stories, which will be the basis. But guys, remember the story from last week, where you hear that sound, and then we would uh, actually go on to the next person. Basically, mm -hmm. what we're going to do every thirty seconds, we're going to be telling a story, and then at the end of those thirty seconds, you'll hear a chime or a bell uh, and, or a buzzer in this case, uh, and then it'll go to the next person to continue that story. Guys, we did really good last time. I had a really good fun, but. Mm -hmm. We have to make sure that it is the next word that needs to be said. You can't backtrack, reestablish, and then go forward. So, so we're we're starting it at the last word they left off. The exact last word. Okay. So you can't be like, oh, and that's that's when this happened, and reestablish something, and go forward. It's not fun like that. It's not improv. You're just making up a different story. Come on, I mean, guys, it's still right. improv. It's, it's still making up another story. story. Okay, guys. So we had ChatGPT generate improv. a few things, um, ten things to be precise. Uh, which one did you like? Uh, oh. Uh, well, sheesh, hold on. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about you said something about number nine, number seven, maybe number seven is pretty good. Actually, number seven I like. Number seven. The genie one. Let's talk about the genie. The prompt is from, this came as it started. The story of how the hosts found a magical genie lamp on a hike and used their wishes to become the world's, the world's large. The world's greatest podcast hosts, complete with their own private island studio. All right. So, it, it jumped while I was reading that. Ah, uh, yes, of Yeah, course from, I did. think, someone tuning in or something. I'm yeah. not sure. Out of 43, five, <laughs> 45 now, actually. Crazy. Too wow. Sorry, I haven't refreshed. It's actually at 98 what? on here. I just we, haven't our, refreshed Our counter it. doesn't go to the third digit, so it's just going to say 99 for a while. Okay, well, that's, that's cool. That's good. Um, all right, cool. So the story, uh, magical genie lamp on a hike. Um, let's just start it there. And let's just you know, let's, you know, let's work, let's work to the end of yeah. that story. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, does uh, anyone want to volunteer to go first? Um, y yeah. Uh, uh, it sounds sure. like uh, the Chase, sure. Chase Orlando Goot, uh, the Gooty, if you will, is oh, going to start. Um, Austin, can we put the timer on the screen whenever you are ready? Well, just to let us know with the buzzer that we're starting. Hold on, hold on. He's getting a prop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. This is a genie lamp for all intents and purposes. Uh, and nobody can see it. Nobody can yeah, see that's it. That's fine. Well, you well, know, it's important for us. So yeah, you're going to grab it. Whenever. This is a genie lamp for all intents and purposes. For all intents and purposes. Not people intents and purposes of those people yeah. intents. Mm -hmm. Anyways. All right. Whenever you're ready. The prompt is that we find it. Yep, go. Okay, sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so lamp. the prompt is we find a, a genie lamp and we become to the large... 
the the lar- the largest. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go with that. Okay, I need like some Indiana Jones music. I, 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 I'm at my bandwidth. That's okay. It's okay. We have come so far. To f- uh, wait, is this going now? Jesus, fuck, guys. Uh, we've come so far to find this. The very, we found the lost genie lamp. Wait, it's on a platform. I think that I need something of similar weight. Look at this thing. Three wishes, huh? I wonder what we could do with three wishes. Three wishes we could do anything in the world right now. We could solve world peace. We could solve world hunger. We can solve the fact that I myself get to make wishes. So many wishes are in my head, but I'm going to start with my first wish. I've always heard that you must rub the head of the genie lamp in order Mm. to activate the wishes. Whoa! Oh my gosh, it started to spark in my hand a little bit. But I can't be afraid. My first wish is that I can go back to elementary school when I was eating Oreo cookies with my friends. Those Oreo cookies were split apart and we were eating the icing. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, we were eating the icing and it made me really familiar of my uh, Scoutmaster John for some reason. And in this, in this memory I was having being transported because I, had, I made one of the wishes, me going back in time to go talk about icing on uh, Oreos, is that I really hated that math class the whole time. And I just, I ate nothing but Oreos the whole time. And then I found out later that that is the reason why I have digestive issues and I had to get four feet of my colon removed uh, later, uh, later in my life, which uh, always describes why. Why I have all this intestinal discomfort, and I really kind of, honestly, I second wish I think I'm going to wish that I don't have all this intestinal comfort so that I could be confident enough to approach girls in school. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. That is so much nicer. I, I feel so relieved, actually, now. Uh, maybe I'll go talk to Rebecca. I'm going to go talk to Rebecca right now. Uh, you know, maybe, uh, I don't know. But Rebecca... Why am I holding this lamp still if I'm going to talk to Rebecca? I don't know what I need to do. Uh, uh, my hands are so sweaty. I'm rubbing the... I got to rub the one thing that I know has always been true to me. And that is this genie lamp. It has taken me back into time. It has revealed to me that I have no digestional issues anymore. And now I am looking for the confidence to finally get Rebecca. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to rub the genie lamp and wish that Rebecca was sitting right here on my lap right now. Boom! Oh my God, Rebecca. Break this! Oh my! Oh my God, Rebecca! You were! Oh my God! You never! You never got so pretty! Oh my God, Rebecca! Uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, as an inconfident male, I never noticed how bald your beautiful head was and how manly your whiskers and facial hair was on your face. And I really appreciate this blue shirt. But uh, anyways, did you want to go bone after and behind uh, a, a Maurice's uh, and see what actually happens? Let's go! Oh my God! I really I can't wait to go to the Maurice's. Is that the end of it? Is that the end? I think that's the end okay. of it. That seemed like a pretty nice. We never got to the private island. What oh, yeah. happened? No, you know, I never got to the private uh, island because yeah. I, I flashed back to elementary school. <laughs> first wish. Hey, this alpha brain is making y'all stupid horny. <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I I felt his rock hard cock through my uh, above me. Uh, I actually, was I, it was it his or Bruce's? Well, I don't know because I finally, guys, ladies, ladies, gentlemen, ladies, maybe uh, I know what it's like to work underneath Chase. So uh, mm-hmm. that number should be taken up more. Maybe I might apply. More. We're at three thousand. Holy shit! Okay, people please. I'm gonna stop. need to hire people to, we, to go through these need, applications. Actually, can we scale you? Can we like? Can we like duplicate you so many people can have the Chase uh, mentoring experience? Uh, Is there I, a Zoom call like a uh, like a Chase of Action? A chase uh, of Action. Yeah. So you can ch- sign up for the Chase of Action program where you will learn how to uh, serve under me, uh, fucking bitches every day, fucking dudes every day. Fuck it. You know, it's 2023. We do everything out here. Sign up for Chase of Action. Link in the description right here. It's only three thousand dollars a month. It descends about a hundred dollars per month it's really an excellent program i will tear you down and i will bring you up as well as your cock <laughs> okay guys austin you actually uh, one thing i want to do is like when i do the in- outro can you play the intro music um i believe it's in there somewhere you know just like it's uh, like a badge kind of yeah it's right here build the hype to leave 
Okay, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I hate this. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Sticky Podcast. This episode has been fantastic. Guys, my name is Travis. To me, on my right, I have Mr. Chase Orlando Gutierrez. That's me. He was, he was super cool, rock you know, hard. We have uh, we have uh, George, George Carmona uh, yep, over yep, there making yep. the stories. I hope that bill gets passed, ladies I'm going to be gentlemen. honest. This podcast should have ended 10 minutes ago. Perhaps it should have ended 10 minutes ago, <laughs> but that was 10 minutes ago, and we're still going. Guys, we have Austin Alvarez on the decks. Thank you so much for being you. It's a good thing you guys can't see me below the desk. <laughs> <laughs> because he has, he has someone working underneath him, guys. My name is Travis Flesh. This is Sticky Podcast. We are live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. In the description, you guys can uh, hit the merch button. You can hit do whatever. Guys, remember, always stay sticky and see you next week on the Sticky Podcast.